Welcome. <laughs> Welcome oh, to be Beans oh. like that. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to a very special episode of Antwin Peaks. Ow! Did you notice we were in perfect sync? Did you, did you notice that? Did you notice that out there? What's up with that? Well, that can only mean one thing, is that we're in the same room. Yes, and <laughs> it's a red room, and yeah. there's a little guy doing a little dance. <laughs> oh, boy. This is a big one. It's a big one, Dan. Arbitrary law, as I call it. Episode 9, Season 2. Big up. Um Kind of a conclusion to everything we've had going on. Yeah. Uh, at the natural end point for any television story arc, uh, one third of the way through the season. <laughs> so, okay. Um, before we even get into it, mm-hmm. I know I've talked about it before. So there's an article that somebody wrote. Uh, the guy's name is Robert Peterson. Uh on welcome to twin peaks.com sure fan theory nonsense mm-hmm. but the fan theory is less that- of a less of a theory and more of just a uh a, an analysis or like a yeah just a, a different point of view maybe yeah. but yeah splitting up the first two seasons into four seasons four so, yes last time it was three well now it's so season one is its own thing the, yeah they're you know the pilot, and then eight, you have seven episodes, so total of eight. That's okay. all of one thing. Okay, so four between the two between the two seasons. Yeah, okay. yeah. And then we're splitting up season two into episodes one through seven, mm. which is uh, episode seven is when Leland kills Maddie, right? Yes. And then eight through like fourteen is uh, considered the aftermath mm-hmm. of that. So we get some some really this episode arbitrary law, uh, some really good stuff. But then after this, we're sort of in this weird, not uh, kind of a limbo state. Yeah, we're at it's post Laura Palmer, but we're also still in Twin Peaks and we're still, you know, getting to different things here. Right. There's a um a non metaphysical thing happening. Right. Like yeah. You know, Cooper's chasing uh, spirits. Sure. <laughs> and we accept this. But at the same time, he does work for the federal government. And <laughs> right. there are things, uh, you know, uh, the, you know, famously, I mean, it's in the name. There's a bureaucracy. Right. You know, he's got he's got to answer for some stuff. Um, but I, re- I think that this episode, episode nine, is if you're going to split it up like that, this is probably the high point of the, you know, the this in-between sort of season here. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm surprised to hear that that's how they're grouping them. Because to me, mm-hmm. like this is, like you said, this is this such feels a conclusion, like a conclusion. Yeah. that I, that's kind of just like where I would demarcate it. Yeah. I mean, like, looking at it now, I would say that makes more sense. Um if you were going to make it as if you were splitting it up as a season, you might want to leave it on some sort of a cliffhanger, like mm, just I finding see. out Leland killed Maddie, and now you're like, well, now what? Now what? Yeah, yeah. 
And, and then if picture season three opening with Leland just like packing his golf bag full of Maddie, oh. and then like throwing it into the trunk of his car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dark, dark stuff. Um, really get into some dark stuff here. Uh, no exception with this episode. This episode's fucking great. This might be the best one so far. You think? I think so. It it has so many like uh, high points here. I, I think I, it it's like performance wise, right? Hands so good. Performance wise, hey, yes, he is wise. Performance, yes, he is a performance wise. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> Ray, performance wise. <laughs> uh, that's how you make. That's how you get casting directors to remember you. You're like, wow, this guy's middle name is Performance. Raymond P. Wise. All right. Yeah. It, so this is going to be Leland's last episode that we see him. We're going to have to say goodbye to Uncle Lee Lee Lee. <laughs> yeah, Uncle Lee Lee. Um, but what a way to go out. Yeah. You know. I, well, we're going to get into it, but I feel like there is... Uh, well, it, you know, there. Um, when Ray Wise found out that he was the killer... Right, his character was going to be the killer. Right, mm-hmm. he did not want to be the killer, no. but uh, that was the plan the whole time. But he, in an interview or whatever, he says he's like, I actually feel like it makes sense, and also uh, the character of Leland Palmer, not Bob, but Leland gets somewhat of a redemption at the end there, like a Which, total like, redemption. Like yes, that, and that's kind of like the most amazing sort of trick that this episode pulls off yes is like a man has brutally murdered his daughter and his niece like we for the last two episodes we've been dealing with like leland kills his niece and then is like like dumping the body yes right and and still like yeah you know all credit to raymond p wise here because like it's (laughs) uh not to be confused with raymond p wise where the p stands for penny (laughs) Different right, guy. It's a different guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, or for that matter, Raymond P. Foolish is the foil to Raymond P. Wise, where it oh. stands for Penny. Sure. Raymond Pound, Pound Foolish. Foolish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, I mean, like that to to that's a, to sell that idea that just like yeah. you're absolved. Yeah. Right. Like you, you're good. Your conscience is clean. Yes. And I mean, also phenomenally written, like all the the um, the Cooper sort of spiritual yeah. stuff that's happening as he's doing doing his final rites, basically, or is right. that what it's called? Final rites? What do they call uh, that? Like yeah, last pre- rites. Last rites. There right. we go. Yeah, yeah. Final rites. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Deliver. Final Steven Seagal rights. Yeah, is yeah. final rites. Um. Yeah, I mean the whole thing just like it, it's it's so effective as it's happening and yeah. then it's over and you're like, "Wait." Yeah. How'd you do that? <laughs> <laughs> um so at this point in the show's uh production at least, David Lynch is mostly out. Mm. Um Mark Frost. So this is directed by Tim Hunter who's directed a few episodes before. Mm. He's uh He's from the Netflix show Tim Hunter, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> the 
yeah. the David Fincher produced. Yeah, where they t- yeah, they're hunting like uh, Tim, Tim Allen. T- <laughs> 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 um, yeah, Tiny Tim. <laughs> he's a tough one because he's so he's, qu- yeah. quiet the way he tiptoes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, but you can smell him a mile away because he wears diapers. <laughs> Do you know that about him? No. He was he he'd be wearing diaper guy. Can you believe it? (laughs) (laughs) Can you believe Tiny Tim was a weirdo? (laughs) What was his wife's name like he called her like Miss Patricia or something? Oh, I have no idea. Oh, there's like a again, would you believe that there are many interesting details about Uh, the man Tiny Tim? Yeah. Um Yeah, that's we don't have like a modern day tiny Tim, do mm. we? Mm-mm. There's nobody who's like but, taking up uh, you the know mantle what? of weirdo who sings one song. <laughs> but here's the thing: if we did have Tiny Tim today, yeah. I bet he'd be woke. Uh, woke Tim. Uh, the woke mind virus. <laughs> um. Yeah. There is. I. You know what? Maybe like the closest thing we have to something like that is who's that lady? Oh my god. Uh, Trisha Paytas. You know Trisha Paytas? Who the fuck is that? She's like a YouTube personality who uh-huh. somehow, like... I'm not super familiar with her, but friend of the show, Melissa Jobin, yeah. loves Trisha Paytas. Uh-huh. My wife loves Trisha Paytas. I'm not down on the lore, but she's been doing this for, like, ten plus years. And there's she's gone through so many iterations, and she's just, like... She's just... Isn't that so weird? Yeah. Isn't it weird that there's, like... There are people that, like, penetrate your mind no matter what. Like, if you're not a Taylor Swift fan, you still know who that is. I'm afraid so, yeah. This person has been doing at it for over 10 years on YouTube. Obviously, people know them. Your wife and... uh, Who who else was it? Melissa. Melissa. and Yeah. So they know who that is, and I don't remember what her name was now. What Tr- is it? Trisha, Trisha Paytas. Paytas. And it took me a second because <clears throat> I was thinking of pop sensation Kim Petras. Hard to think my way out of that. You know Kim Petras? Who is Kim Petras? It's a whole other thing. <laughs> <laughs> is, she, is she a newer artist? Yeah. Um, yeah. She... Hold on. I, it's not worth it. She's like... She's just like a, she's just like a pop singer. Well, I'm going to look up Trisha Paytas and uh, who was the other one? Yeah. Melissa. Melissa what? Jobin. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, do I know this person? You're on TikTok. So I feel like. I've seen this person. You've, you've seen her content before, but. She seems like. Bad, though. Like. um, Yeah. A bit of a. Well, no, not bad, but like. Um, if this is the same person that I'm thinking of, she, I think she, she might be a bit of a dummy. She's kind of like, yeah, I mean, she's got a persona. Yeah, I gotta tell you, it's real difficult to take internet celebrities seriously. seriously. Yeah. It's so incredibly specific. Well, it's also like... It, it feels like it's being, uh, it feels like it's in another country. It's like this. Oh, this is like a huge K-pop band. Like you, you might know them, right? You know, and like maybe you know them. Maybe it's BTS. I know who that is. The serial killer. Uh huh. <laughs> um, Pop sensation. <laughs> BTK killer. 
teen girls have bind torture kill <laughs> fever. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. I also think there's, like, an element of it where it's, like, by the nature of it, it's generally too, it's, like, more revealing. So there's, mm-hmm. like, that makes it hard to take seriously, too, where it's, like, <coughs> sure, you just, like, you, like, you, rec- you register this... Person, this like personality as an actual person. Yes. Um. <laughs> right. Where you right. Everybody on YouTube that I see, like YouTube celebrities, feel like real people. Mm. Where, I guess, more like musicians and you know other celebrities don't yeah. feel human. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> like, there's something nice about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, but there is like a. I I do feel like that. I mean, this is not like an, this is maybe the most trite observation of all time, but like that internet kind of thing is like creeping into like quote unquote mainstream. Of course. Like, and like, and uh, yes, I'm an old person and I totally understand. I'm out of touch. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, well, it's I, also on me. Yeah. Um, and that's why I think of it that way, where like somebody else, like I know like friends of mine who have kids and they're like, they don't even watch TV. They just watch YouTube videos oh. and shit like that. And uh-uh. yeah, I mean, that's again, you're missing out on like, uh, it, now is this where the disconnect comes in with the youth where like the touchstones are so different. Like when I was a kid, we had television and like the internet was like a new thing. <laughs> okay. But wait, wait, when wait. When I was stick, a kid, I know, we I know, had I know, television. I know. Yes, but stick with I, me yes, here. Yes, okay. Yes, yes. And like, I was, I could only watch what was available to, available to me at the moment. Uh huh. So like, and most of the time it was old reruns. So I watched like the Mary Tyler Gilligan's Island, Gilligan's yes. Island, just like the oldest shows <laughs> Yeah. because there was nothing yeah. else. I watched, I did watch a lot of Brady Bunch. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so like I, you know, even though I didn't grow up with those shows when they were on, like for some reason, all of that stuff is just in my head. Right. And I know it because I just saw it so much. Now there's like kids are watching YouTube where it's just like Mm. other stuff. Skibbity toilet. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what that is, but I'm sure it's, it sounds like it's real. (laughs) Not really. (laughs) I mean, I didn't make it up, but yeah. You should look up Skibbity Toilet. I'll look at I'll look it up after. I'll I'll put it I'll write it down. I barely know what's going on there. I just know what it looks like. Oh, that was the first thing that popped up. I, I wrote, Oh really? There wasn't a bunch of noise in the search results for Skibbity Toilet. I, I wrote S K I and the oh. first thing that popped up was Skibbity Toilet. <laughs> not skiing. Not skinamarink. <laughs> uh, we should watch Skinamarink. Have you uh, seen it? No. Me neither. Uh, looks boring. <laughs> I suspect it's boring. Right? Um, but people really like it. And we were talking before we started recording about how much we appreciate someone trying anything oh, yeah. in a movie. Sure. And that's that's a big swing. Yeah. I can get down with a big swing. Sure. I, I don't think there I'm like, a, there's two little kids. Is there? Yeah. Okay. That's it. Um, Animal level entity. Uh oh. Uh oh. Watch out. Um, yeah. Love a big swing. Like a little kid at the playground. That's me. That's me. Um, like a Brian Setzer fan. 
a big swing. Just a big swing. <laughs> um, all right. Arbitrary law. Yep. So we pick up right where we left off. Yeah. Right. Um, we don't miss a beat. Um, Maddie's dead face covered in dirt. Uh-oh. Uh oh. A a juxtaposition to the dead face of Laura P. Yeah. Um, this opening scene. So, right, that's the cold open, right? And then after that, it's like the next day, and we see uh, Cooper, Truman, and Albert. I don't know. It's and Hawk. Andy. Oh, and Andy. Oh. Or, no, no, no. Cooper, it Truman, it's Hawk. It's not Hawk. Andy. Yeah. Andy would be in tears. Yeah, He'd yeah be he would absolutely... be beside himself. Yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't be able to keep it together. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I love this scene. Uh, it's just like everybody's like, you know, we got to find out who this is. Like, just guys getting down to like brass tacks here, yeah. and like, and then Albert pulls Cooper aside, and he's like, "Whatever, like hippy dippy yeah, bullshit, yeah. whatever vision quest you have to go on, like do it." Yeah, before this uh, monster takes another bite or something. He yeah. says it's it's such a such an interesting performance because like there's nothing glib in the way he's speaking. He's yes. just saying glib things with like utter conviction yes yeah <laughs> yeah yeah whatever bullshit you gotta do do it yeah where it's like <laughs> it's like it's so a part of his personality to just speak that that's just like how he expresses himself yeah like i i feel like when albert first shows up everybody's like who the fuck is this asshole and by now you're like kind of like albert mm, i like yeah, I, I know this asshole yeah yeah i yeah. know this is the asshole that i know and he's <laughs> You know, he may be a jerk, but he get he gets results. Yes, he does. That's exactly <laughs> what Cooper likes about him. That is like, I actually, so, again, a couple episodes ahead. I'm so yeah, yeah. sorry. I'm so sorry. But um, another, a DEA agent has just shown up. Yes. Fans of the show will know. Yep. And similarly, I think my favorite performance moments from Kyle McLaughlin are him admiring other professionals yeah he's so good at it like there's just like a you you know and you i feel like it's something that you rarely see in anything yeah where it's just like your hero like your main character your main protagonist being like in awe of other people doing their jobs right like he's not you know he cooper is obviously very capable but like he knows when he's not yeah and he's like i know you're you're the man for the job or whatever it it seems it seems almost like like his work you know this that work or whatever as it's depicted on the show yeah i want to draw a clear line there sure talking about reality here we're talking about the show yeah i mean just in general too like there's we live in a cold cruel world Mm -hmm. mostly unknowable yeah it's hard to know where you stand with any person, you know, any Joe Schmo you pass on the street. Sure. Any casual acquaintance. And it seems like part of it for him is just this, like, comfort of knowing that he, this is someone who he understands, like, on a yeah. fundamental, like, character core yes. level. And it's it's great. Yeah. It, it just, like, it draws you in. You're like, this yeah. The Cooper's at ease. Yes. I'm at ease. Yeah, right. You it, see, it, Cooper is at ease, and that puts you at ease. Yeah. yeah, I. He's found like he's around his his people. Yeah, and it brings him joy and comfort. It does. 
That's great. What a great way to live, you know? It is. It, it's, like he's just. You're right. It's, it, 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 right. Having Seeing Cooper um, appreciate and acknowledge how good everybody else is. Yeah. Right. It's, it's an extension of like the character overall. Right. But like it's that a, manifestation of it, because it's always just like this smile and this little like, ah, yeah, yeah. God bless. <laughs> um, so, yes, uh, Albert is like fully on board. He's like, whatever you got to do here. Um, we get a quick scene of Donna and James. Um, He's fucking- at. It's not the Double R Diner. It's like a. Di- it looks like a different place altogether. Um, may- no, it is the Double R because it's just a different part. It's okay. like it's like oh, it's the part with no light. <laughs> Only natural <laughs> yeah. light coming yeah. in. Yeah, they're not even supposed to be sitting. <laughs> yeah, it's like so. I think it's like if you're facing the door of the Double R, it's yeah. the part to the left that you never yeah, see. We don't see. Right. Yeah. It's like they're against the front window, so they're uh-huh. like kind of backlit. Yeah. Um, because and the only reason is because Donna goes up to Andy right after that. Yes. So it's got to be. It, oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Ja in solitaire. So Donna and James, um, they're all googly over each other. Every scene with them is just like, oh my god, they're I love so you. fucking stupid. I, I can't. And then James gives her a ring, and he's like, I always want to be with you. She's like, oh, that that makes me so happy. By the way, knowing what happens <laughs> shortly in after this episode, yeah, oh my god, yeah, I, oh, I, he's I can't, such a dumb bastard. I can't wait for you to see where James. Have you started that? Have you gotten to that part? I yet? know he's living above a garage, uh, working on a rich lady's car. Oh, you, oh, you, you saw it already. I saw him end up there okay i don't know you don't know what happens i don't know what happens right. there. the That's james storyline yeah. his little side quest <laughs> stupid him sorry this is getting ahead of it we'll no. talk about this at length yeah. but when that that beautiful older woman is trying to have sex with him as soon as possible and yeah. he's like the woman with the dead tooth the woman with the dead tooth yep still very lovely no uh, of course but i did notice the dead tooth yeah. we all did <laughs> pause Enhance. <laughs> There's no enhancing that. That tooth is dead. Yeah. Um, but when she's just like, I need to have sex with you as soon as possible in spite of everything you're doing. Right. And he's just like, you mind if I fire up the jukebox first? <laughs> he just puts his head on it for, I guess, three and a half minutes. Oh, <laughs> I just have to listen to this one jazz song. Yeah. to. No, it's just like fucking like old rock and roll or whatever. Some stupid old rock and roll ballad. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, we'll get there. Though. We'll get there. We're we'll get there. there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so at the double R, uh, Norma's mother is still there. She takes a bite of the eggs. She spits it out. She's like, "This is disgusting. What kind of fowl did these eggs come from?" And she's just ripping apart everything about Norma's diner. And yeah. she, Norma's just like. Uh, mom. Yeah, she's like nothing's ever good enough for you. Yeah, and uh, her mom is like, "Well, that's not true. The menus are the menus are laid out nicely." Yeah, yeah. She's like, "You want my advice? Um, you know, if you want to serve a proper omelet, veal sausage with some like chanterelle mushrooms or something." Yeah, Norma's like, "All right, I'll, yeah, I'm let me go, go pick, pick those mushrooms." mushrooms. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fucking asshole. Uh, uh. Um. 
No one. Poor Norma. I know. Poor Norma. She doesn't poor deserve Ma. this. Poor Ma. No, poor Ma. Agreed. Yeah, yeah all right. <laughs> um, so then at the counter, Andy is trying to speak French. He is speaking the one French phrase that mm. he knows, which Dan was just doing. Can you do it again I first, I actually... Cannot? I, yeah, I don't remember how it's actually pronounced. I was reading it, so I was like... Oh, well... Ja un... Oh. Ja un... Un ame solitaire. Ami solitaire. <laughs> Uh, you know, in that Andy voice that he does, and Donna walks over there, and she's like, "What did you just say?" And he's like, "Nothing." <laughs> or uh, he's just like, he's just like, "Nothing." It's French. She's yeah, like, yeah, "Yeah, I know." What'd you say? Yeah, I know. <laughs> it, so it means I am a lonely soul. Um. So she's like, she's like, "How do you know the la- what's the lady's name?" Oh, Miss uh, Tremond. Miss Tremond. Who li- so we saw Miss Tremond with her grandson, mm-hmm. who does magic, yeah. right? Yep. Donna came over the house and dropped off food. There was that whole bit with the cream, cream corn, corn, all of that. Which uh, is very important. I'm telling you. I know, I know. <laughs> I believe that it's very important. It's very important. Mm. Um, so, yes, um... Donna's like, where did you hear that? Uh, and Andy says it was, you know, uh, in Harold's suicide note. And Donna's like, I need to talk to Agent Cooper right away. Mm-hmm. So they go over to... Which, if you're Agent Cooper, yeah. you got to be thrilled. Oh. That Donna Hayward's coming to <laughs> insert herself into the situation. <laughs> oh, good. A visit from Donna Hayward. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, right. Send so her right far, in. Donna and James and uh, Maddie, RIP, um, have not been much help in in discovering anything, really. Um, more hindering than anything. Sure. Burying lockets and whatnot. <laughs> no more schemes. Yeah, no more, no more plans. No it's more plans. Even, That's schemes it. is even, like, too much. Yeah. It's like, no more plans. <laughs> So yeah, so uh, yeah, Donna gets a hold of Cooper, and they go over to Mrs. Tremont's house. And when they knock on the door, what the fuck? Different lady, different lady entirely. However, same name, same name. Yeah, no little boy. She says, "Well, I don't have any kids." Yeah, she's like, "Oh, I must have seen your mother when I was here the other day. My mother's been dead three years." Oh well, she was here, someone. She was here with her her grandson. Yep. I don't have any kids. The hell? What is going on what in Twin is, Peaks? It's a weird place. It's not. It, it's unusual. It's downright it peculiar. Um, but this Mrs. Tremont, new Mrs. Tremont, says, um, "Oh, you're Donna Hayward. I I have a letter here. It was uh, it was left to me the the day before, the night before that Harold killed himself." Um, I meant to get it over to you, yada, yada, whatever. And she opens it up in front of Cooper, and it's pages that are ripped out from Laura's diary. Maybe one page. Mm. And it it's basically... the night before Laura died. It's the night, the night she... of her death. Okay. She, it's her, that Oh, entry. right, because there's... Yeah, 
tonight yeah. tonight's the night I tonight, die. Yeah. Uh, but also, she's like, last night I had a dream. Yep. There's in a red room. There's an old man. We've already seen this. Yes. And like, and and Cooper is like realizing this as Donna is reading it. That okay, there was a red room and there was a little man in there and there was an old man in a chair. And I uh, I tried to speak to him, but my words came out strange. Yes. And slow. Yep. Um, Hearing it described and thinking back on it, yeah, it it does give it some more some weight. I don't know. Yeah. I can't can't really explain it but you mean it gives the original uh viewing like what was it the last episode of season one i think was when we saw that yeah honestly i think what it is is it's just like it makes it kind of spookier Mm -hmm. hearing about it even though we saw it like there's no well i mean i it's we are right we already saw it it wasn't it wasn't the last episode of season one but uh we we already saw Cooper have the dream and him react to the dream mm. and and remember he calls Truman to breakfast and he's like I know who killed Laura Palmer I had this dream and yada yada and she told me and I can't remember who who she said right mm. and then to have Donna read this in front of him and it's the exact same Donna dream. Reed. <laughs> <laughs> Let's leave her out of this. Okay. <laughs> um, but to have uh, her read this letter uh, or this diary entry and have it from Laura's perspective also. Yeah. Just like a different angle of the same thing. Right. Uh, it it uh, totally adds more weight to it. Like before, you know, we knew that it was a dream. We knew Cooper had a dream and it meant something. Uh, maybe it was a message from beyond. We don't know that. But like the fact that Laura also had the same dream and she was trying to communicate it to mm-hmm. Cooper. Right. And then like a week later, Cooper has the exact same dream. Right. A week later. Like the, even that, like, yes, the whatever, wherever that is, just the, the sort of like, uh, what would you call it? Temporal displacement. Yes. It's cool. It's just like it is cool. It it makes it feel realer somehow that it doesn't that it, it doesn't all add up. Yeah, quite, you know, like it it adds another layer to something we were already sort of like trying to figure out. Right. You know, where it's like I don't know, like not to say you know nothing really feels uh, superficial in the show. Most things have another meaning. Um. But you watch that and you're like, all right, I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to, you know, put this puzzle together or whatever. And then, you know, Laura's diary has the same dream. And it just adds another layer, but, like, doesn't solve anything yeah. from before. I it mean, just it feels makes the pictures bigger. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Like, it feels very true to life where it's like. Nothing is so simple. Kind nothing of is so simple. And, like, every answer you get raises 10 more questions. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, uh, um, you know, like the Hieronymus Bosch paintings, those like big complicated trip. It was, it's, it's, yeah. I know who Hieronymus, I know this. You'll know it as soon as you see it, but they're these like big detailed paintings. There's like a bunch of kooky shit happening. There's like a guy playing a trumpet with his butt. 
Um, it's called like yes. the one I'm thinking of is called Garden of Earthly Delights. I okay. think is the name of the the painting. Uh-huh. And it's basically just like it seems. There's one that's like hell. There's one that's <laughs> earth, and there's one that's heaven. It's a triptych. Yes. And you just look at any one of them, and like any one thing there is so strange and then but it also it tells its own story yeah and then add it up it just gets more and more complex there's probably a better example of that but it's like yeah no i like Um, this guys look up hieronymus bosch this is my garden of earthly delights this is my wreck for 2024 my trend prediction painted between 1490 and 1500 all right nice guys a kook did like four paintings or something they're all wild. Um, I like that. Yeah. I, I like somebody who's just like foreign them out. <laughs> There's a, yeah, this is my, my trend prediction for 2024 is that Hieronymus Bosch is coming back in a big way. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> you notice everybody's doing trend predictions this year. No. And they're all just like, maybe it's just my shitty corner of the internet. But uh-huh. They're all just like out all the stuff I don't like in. Stuff I do like that uh, I think only I like. Yeah. So give me so like an example. You're saying that like people are listing things that they don't like and then do like. Yeah. But so like they're at, personal. Yeah. It feels like very like there are things nobody's ever talking about generally. <laughs> yeah. Um. So it'd be like out. Uh, rum raisin ice cream <laughs> in chocolate chip mint ice cream, the kind I like. <laughs> I like it. Um, yeah, I out. Like t- pants being too tight. In pants fitting perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, you know, uh, manifesting, I, right? Yeah, yeah. I think at this point, if if all it takes is like a nice fitting pair of pants, fucking do it, man. The dream. Whatever. The whatever you gotta dream. do. <laughs> Someday I hope to fit into a pair of pants. <laughs> Oh man, um, getting close. Yeah, no, um, yeah. I guess is this the first? It is. It would be the first episode of the new year. So happy new year to all. Uh, I suppose. Well. Should all the queens be forgotten? Never brought to mind. Well, I don't know. I like to hang on to that shit myself. But I, <laughs> no, we were talking about the idea of um, having strong, controversial takes to generate. Oh, to attention yes. for ourselves. Clicks. Clicks and what have you. So I say, yes, it should be forgot and never brought. Oh, oh no, wait, hold on. In my opinion, mm-hmm. all the queens should be forgot, but sometimes brought to mind. <laughs> Just my two cents. <laughs> Anyone who disagrees is a moron. Sound off in the comments. <laughs> We, uh, there, there is a trend on like, uh, Instagram and TikTok and stuff where people fake, did we talk about this? Fake being on podcasts. No. So like somebody kind of what we do, but we, we are actually making a podcast here as small as it is. It, we are, these people are literally just setting up like a setup with the mics and whatever. And then a camera pointed at them. Usually with some sort of a red curtain background, like the Joe Rogan uh, background. Oh. And, and they will talk into the microphone and look at a point 
beyond the camera as if they are speaking to someone, but they're not actually talking to anyone. And it's just sort of a, it's like an advertisement. It's some, it's whatever thing that oh, they're pushing. Yes. You, okay. Just like an ad for like a stupid product. It, it, there, there are ads that are doing it, but then there are also just like accounts and people that are doing this and just saying and like, like horrible things. Yeah. Whatever the thing is, it's the same thing trying to get clicks or they're trying to sell their pyramid scheme mm-hmm. of, or their course like, on how to make money selling uh, ebooks or whatever. Drop shipping, that yeah, kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Drop shipping. All of that kind of stuff. We should get into drop shipping. Oh, we, it, now's the time. <laughs> There's a proven model. Yeah. All we have to do is follow these 10 easy steps. Make an Alibaba account. Right. Buy 1500 of like a paperweight that's also a USB uh, thumb drive. You know, I mean, that's actually a pretty good idea. That's a pretty good idea. I feel like if we started a, like a, whatever, Redbubble or a Public or something, and it was just pro-Trump things, right? Oh, we'd never have to work a day in our lives. Right? Yeah, we'd be fine. <laughs> like, if we came up with, like, new shit, like there, you know, Trump 2024, everybody loves that. Make America great. Oh, but how do we improve on that? But Trump 2025. That's right. <laughs> It's a, no one's 20, doing that. 24 through 28? Oh. Trump 2024 through or question 20, mark? 2016 through infinity. Oh. <laughs> Something like that, you that know? That would be sick. I feel like... It, I, I really think that we maybe should look into Let's this. Let's just do like... Uh, what if we just did... Um, it The shirt just says Trump with glowing red eyes. <laughs> like base, it, 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 there's no picture. Yeah, yeah. It just because I don't know how to do that on Photoshop. I don't know. I don't know where you get the. I don't know how to download those eyes. Right. Put them on his eyes. Yeah, yeah. I can't do that. But if we just put the text, and the, the the imagination is so much more powerful than any visual we could put on a shirt. Anyway, right. It conjures. Like I'm, I'm thinking like Statue of David, with oh. Trump's head on it. And dick is huge. Huge. Yeah. It's like, it's, yeah, it's like, you know, you know how like David is like up kind of on a pedestal. You know, like, David. You know, Dave. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, and the dick is like bull- mm. past the feet, past the pedestal, like <laughs> out of frame. I've heard of, <laughs> I've heard of meet Dave, but Dave's meat. Dave's meat. <laughs> I think this is a good idea because uh, it also the the like return with a V guys. There's yeah, something yeah. in this for them too. Sure, and like this was the height of culture, but, but it's also got big. I know we're day. not going to do this, no. But also, I think we would make a ton of money doing it. Honestly, All, putting we, like our our minds to just different angles on like Trump merch. Mm-hmm. Pro still sticking with pro Trump merch, yeah. but just like you know, like writers rooming it, whatever. Yeah, I think we we would fucking like nail it. You say that, but <laughs> like, yeah, think about the things that appeal to these people. It's no, all I the know. I know we'd overthink it in, inevitably. I think, but I think like 
if you like, okay, like the David, like this, like Dave, yeah. right? Like the statue yeah. of Big Dave. Meet Dave. Meet Dave. Um, highbrow with the statue of David. Lowbrow with the big old dick. Mm. You know, highbrow low trow. That's. <laughs> I think that would brow low trow. Okay. All right. Well, write that down. We're gonna. <laughs> That's all right, good. Uh, all right, guys, we're gonna take a break. <laughs> we're gonna leave you. Yeah, on if that. you want to hear anything about this episode, <laughs> Patreon.com no, slash KingMePod. Yeah, yeah, guys. So, yeah, check us out on King. Uh, what was it? Patreon.com slash KingMePod. That's right. That's and, right. Uh, wow, we just did a running up that hill. <laughs> Switch places entirely. That's my thing. Is not remembering. <laughs> and. Uh, if you want to hear the rest of the episode, you can hear it over there. And then we have a bunch of other content that we're uh, releasing all the time. We should do a, a video, like a one-off episode where we actually make the, sh- the, the Trump shirt. Oh. And, oh. and put, like, post it live. Oh, yeah, we could do yeah. that. <laughs> we're not going to do that. No. Uh, I, we promise not to do that on the condition <laughs> that you go to patreon.com slash pod sign up for a seven-day But like, trial. Yeah, but, like, wouldn't... Would it be okay to take money from these rubes? Yeah. Right? To fund... Like, like it, it's sort of like the government, like the CIA, uh, taking money from, like, uh, Middle Eastern poppy fields to fund wars in South America or right, whatever. Right, right. You know? You want to... <laughs> you want to be more like the CIA. Uh, I'm not. I'm not saying we should be more like them. I'm just saying they had some pretty solid ideas for making money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. Do you think there's like a an ethical I'm just saying, question? 2024. Like, this is where my mind's at. <laughs> your your full hustle mindset. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How much do you think there's like a an amount a percentage that would have to go to like good causes for us to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, how, but, what, how but minimal, it? right? Not too much. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't want it to be too much. Well, I think we should maybe look into other nonprofits and see how much they donate to whatever cause they're in charge of, and then we could base our number off of that. Other nonprofits. That's right. <laughs> King Me is a I mean five oh one C or whatever it is. Yeah. I think it's very clear that we are nonprofits. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so on that note, King Me Pod, uh, patreon.com slash King Me Pod. Yeah. Link is in the show notes. You sign up for seven days here. This episode here, so much other stuff, such as. Uh, such as, well, obviously, November was phone month. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> no, I forget it. I've been telling everybody about phone month. Well, okay, so. And then this past December, we did. Uh, all three versions of Black Christmas, uh, which was a lot of fun. Uh, Up weird to a point. <laughs> weird shit. Uh, it, like gets weirder as it goes. Yeah, man. Um, and then yeah. So coming up, everybody knows we're going to be finishing up with the Stephen King stuff pretty soon. Oh yes. So on the main feed, we're going to be doing. Excuse me, Mike Flanagan's um, oeuvre. And we were t- talking about 
titles for that. It might be called the Flaniverse as an ode to Andrew Tate. It could be. We can't be doing that. No, joke, I guess on the same one where we're talking about how we need to. Yeah, yeah. Trump we, merchandise. Yeah, it can't be on the same one. <laughs> but that's what it's gonna be. It's gonna. It's gonna, it's gonna be Buko Bucks. Yeah, Let's. and then uh, and then on the Patreon. Uh, coming up, we're going to be going into the David Lynch overse. <gasps> we're going to be watching all the Lynch stuff. Yes. Um, Lynch by Lynch, we could call that one. Yeah. Um, or something else. Yeah, Maybe yeah. something better. Lynchworms. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah, Lynchworms. We're little Lynchworms. <laughs> That's us. Eraser heads. No. Yeah, no. I mean, like, there are, uh, uh, there's so many, uh, uh, you know, um, hmm. I don't know. So many. I don't know. There's so many different movies to pull from. You could be like, you know, uh, you know, we could be the. Uh, Even one. <laughs> El- the Elephant Men. We could be the Elephant Men. That's actually pretty good. Thank God I was here. Yeah. Oh, uh, boy. That was close. I couldn't think of anything. All right. Patreon.com slash King Me Pod. We'll see you uh, over there in one moment's time. Mm. All right. Bye.